Welcome to KP and the City. My name is Kate Pierce and I just moved to, in my opinion, the greatest city in the world, New York City. This place is known to make or break you, so come along on this fight or flight journey with me to see what ridiculous stories I've got this week, only on KP and the City. Hello and welcome back to KP and the City. My name is Kate Pierce and... uh, Hi, I'm back again, episode four, and I'm really sorry that I am late. Um, It's been a week, (laughs) to tell you. Um, I have lots of things to say, Um, so hi, welcome back. I need to do a better intro than that next time. Normally when I do a podcast, I take notes throughout the week, and then I kind of come together and organize my thoughts, and then I put them together and kind of have like a, a smooth transition for each one also again i'm not going to edit out the sounds in the background of the city because it's just too annoying and my podcast is going to be me trying to keep it real so um and it takes too long to edit out all the things that annoy me about myself so i'm going to really try to just seamlessly do this in like however long it takes me like 30 minutes i don't really want to make them an hour long because i feel like that's too long anyway So I am recording this at 6.26 p.m. on August 3rd. It's Tuesday, and I'm going to try to get it out for 8 p.m. So (laughs) I've done done worse, Um, but I have some things to say. Um, So my first, before I even tell any stories, um, my dad, it's my bestie, um, and he is my, like, I look for approval from him for everything and not to say that I don't look for like my mom but my mom loves everything that my mom is so gracious and so full of love and not that my dad isn't but my dad is not afraid to critique me and my mom does too but she's just she's from Staten Island she's you know she just she will literally support me in everything and of course my dad will but he is more constructive which I appreciate of course and so he is always supportive of everything I do and um said to me that he had some feedback for episode three of the podcast which was last week and I immediately was like oh no what did I do I did something wrong like you know I'm as confident as I like to come across I also have a lot of insecurities and especially about like my product and something that I've produced by myself essentially um, with the help of backseat and so I asked him like I can't I'm also not that type of person he was like I'll tell you later when you're out of work I was like no that doesn't work for me if someone said the worst thing you could say to me is hey I have something I want to talk to you about but we can talk about it later no no that doesn't work for me I need to talk about it right now if you wanted to talk about it later you tell you text me later don't text me now and say you want to talk about it later because then my anxiety is through the roof so I was like no just tell me now he's like I don't want to upset you and I was like oh great what is it and I'm sure you're dying to know his critique was that I swear too much I get it I completely get it um and he has mentioned this before I I used to have a podcast um called the good the bad and post-grad with Brian Connors and that was really awesome and Brian if you're listening I'm sorry that it did not continue it just our schedules didn't really align and it was just really hard because he was in Long Island I was in Connecticut whatever so he's given me that critique before that I swear too much And I agree. I don't like how much I have a potty mouth. I don't like it. Um, So I, you know, obviously listened to his critique and he was like, you know, I love you. However, I, you know, 
am a little embarrassed that my friends are listening to that. And then I, I completely understand. But then I kind of spiraled. <laughs> I spiraled and had like a whole huge self-analyzation thing where I was just like, oh my God, my podcast is trashy. I'm trashy and people are listening to it. My, my boss is going to hear it and then I'm going to get fired. And I just kind of started to freak out. And um, I was like really upset. Not I'm not upset at my dad at all. I was just upset. I was like, oh damn, like, you know, when someone criticizes you, it hurts. And I'm I'm sensitive. We've come to terms with that. I'm very sensitive. Um, just because you're sensitive doesn't mean you're a boss ass bitch. Um, so I agree. I don't think I should be swearing so much. It's not necessary. But it came to me as a, you know, out of body thing where I said, you know, I think generations are different. Um, so I think. I think I'm technically Gen Z, but I'm not a Zoomer because I grew up with Barbies and playing in the dirt. So I didn't grow up with an iPad or anything like that. But um, I think Gen Z has kind of broken the walls of what's to be said and what's acceptable. And, you know, people, I think, accept each other more now, even though there is also more bullying online. You know what I'm saying? But I think that, you know, you see, you know, tattoos and piercings in, in offices and that's more acceptable. And, you know, my coworkers, we use f-bombs all the time like my boss has said it to me before like you know obviously it's there's a level of professionalism but also it's i don't know i don't even know how i'm trying to say it but so i personally don't think if someone is swearing to me in a sentence i don't i me personally i don't think any less of them professionally at all but i think there's a disconnect between generations that are older than us and that that is like appalling to them which I totally understand there's just a difference in the generations um so with that being said I completely understand how my dad feels I'm his daughter and he doesn't want to hear me you know dropping f-bombs left and right um and but when I asked like my best friend from home I said you know when you listen did you did you notice and she said no she didn't notice at all so you know I think there's just a different it's just different so with that being said, I'm not going to completely stop swearing, but I will try to watch my mouth a little bit more so that my friends, my, my dad's friends don't <laughs> feel appalled or offended. <laughs> so if you're listening, my dad's friends, I'm sorry. Um, if you've known, and also like if you've known me since I was little, of course it's going to be appalling when I drop an F-bomb a million times a sentence. And yes, it was a million times a sentence. Please don't go back and count them because my dad did and he sent me a Google Doc. It's funny, but... <laughs> He sent me a Google Doc of him keeping track of how many times I said the F word. And it was like 1.44 a minute. And it was a lot. It was a lot. And I, I think seeing it in front of my face was like, oh, my God, I need to, like, relax. Um, which So it was funny. But And he said he had he, low-key had fun doing it. Um, but I just that made me think of one time I saw this TikTok. And, yes, I'm very I'm on TikTok a lot. I saw this TikTok and it was a woman teaching you how to stop saying filler words. If you don't know what a filler word is, I use them all the time. And it's like, um, you know, um, I'm saying I'm now I'm going to be so self-aware. And she teaches you how to stop saying them. Not that it's bad or unprofessional, but if you want to learn how to be a more confident speaker, she teaches you how to do it. And I can't remember off the top of my head. I say, you know, when you save a TikTok and you think you're going to go back to it and then you never do. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> and so she, I just remember her saying the lot, a reason a lot of women say these filler words 
is because they're afraid that someone's going to interrupt them, which makes sense. Um, so they fill the sentences um, because like when they are like, oh, I can't think of what I'm going to say next. They're so afraid someone's going to interrupt them. So they'll be like, um, you know, I just did it again. Now I'm going to be so aware of my filler words. But I was thinking, I'm wondering if... Hello? Thank you. Why is it necessary that you ride your motorcycle so loud down the street? Anyway, so I'm wondering if I'm starting to use swears and curse words as filler words, and I don't want to have that habit. Like, I swear, and I think there's nothing wrong with cursing in the correct setting. Obviously, you not don't drop all the F-bombs all the time at work, but in a casual setting, my boss has sworn to me before, and I not that I've sworn back, but like, you know, I don't think it's un- as unprofessional as long as you're in the correct setting. And so I'm not going to stop swearing completely, um, but I guess there, there is a time and a place, and I, I do want to be confident enough in what I'm saying where I don't need to use filler words. So I'm going to try to not swear so much in my podcasts because it is, it's not necessary and I don't want to be a sailor and I don't want to be quote trashy or whatever. That's a dumb way of saying it, but I just would want to be frank that I don't think if you swear a lot and if you're someone that swears a lot, I don't think any less of you ever, unless you're swearing at me, then screw you. But, (laughs) but if you're someone that just drops an F-bomb every sentence, like Girls say, so do I, like, you know, it doesn't, it just emphasizes the sentence. Um, so, but it's really hard to stop. It's really hard to stop a bad habit. Um, so I'm going to challenge myself not to use those words. And I know I have not, I have yet to use the F-bomb dad and it's been 10 minutes. So there you go. Um, anyway, (laughs) so that's my like spiel. Um, but I still do feel really confident about this podcast and I'm so grateful for all of you that have been listening and all of you that have been commenting and like texting me saying that you like it, like that you have no idea how nice that is, like how much that means to me. Like, please. Some people are like, this is such a random text. Like, I'm sorry to contact you. I'm like, no, please. Like I love feedback as long as you're nice. Cause I am sensitive. But, um, anyone that has reached out and said, you know, I listen to your podcast on my morning commute. Like that is like the kindest thing you could say and just know, like, I really, really appreciate it. And if you ever want me to talk about something, I don't know why you'd want to listen to me, but, um, if you ever want me to talk about something, like, please let me know. Um, and follow the Instagram KP and the city and follow me on TikTok underscore Kate pair. Um, also follow backseat coach. Um, that is the wonderful company that I'm using my platform for and they are wonderful and please follow them on instagram and twitter and they have a bunch of different side accounts and we're really trying to launch this company so please support us in any way um just engage engage in the instagram posts it would really mean the world to all of us um so please go to backseat coach on instagram and follow them they're awesome so yeah that's my little intro so i'm trying to segue into my next thing um i fell on third avenue (laughs) That's the only segue I have. <laughs> like, I have no transition for that. So, um, I don't know if I've even mentioned to you, but grocery shopping is kind of hard. Um, especially I live in an area where there is no Trader Joe's close by, which is a pain, especially because there's grocery stores like Christini's and, um, what's the other one? Morton's and, you know, there are just, I live on the Upper East Side, all right? I'll say that. Um, Please don't come stalk me. Whatever. I live on the Upper East Side, and there's no Trader Joe's that's that close. The nearest one is in Kipps Bay, which is 33rd Street. 
so you got to take a subway, which is fine. I'm not, I don't care about taking the subway. However, when you're grocery shopping and you're trying to shop for like a few weeks, that's a lot of groceries and it's heavy and it's a pain to walk and bring it on the subway. And, you know, if your hands are full, how are you going to swipe your Metro card, you know? So my wonderful aunt gifted me and my roommates a grocery cart, which is amazing. And you would always think like, that's so dorky having a grocery cart. No, it's actually super practical. It's like a, it's not like a, when you go shop, (laughs) okay. It's not like a grocery cart when you go to stop and shop. It's like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a black uh, one rectangle vertically and it has little wheels and you can put laundry in it. It has like a, 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 like a case almost, like a covering. So if I, if it's raining, I will get, I will get wet and my groceries won't, which is really nice because I don't give a shit about myself. There's the first swear. Sorry, dad. No, I said bitch. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyway. But so my roommate and I went all the way down to Trader Joe's the first time with the grocery cart. And this thing is huge. So huge. It's wonderful. Like it's so big, but it's almost impossible to control. That's how big it is. Um, Like a lot of people have like the little ones. No, this one's pretty big. It's like more than half of my body. And I'm 5'1". So whatever. It's like three feet. It's it's tall. And so it's great. It fits a lot of groceries. Um. But we kind of like went ham. It was Trader Joe's. It was our first time being at Trader Joe's while we were living in the city. So it was like, ooh, like let's go down all the aisles. Let's get the things we don't necessarily need. And uh, I forgot how much cheaper Trader Joe's is. And I got a lot of stuff for a much better price. So that's what I'll be doing. I'll probably go grocery shopping twice a month and just make sure I have enough for two weeks, whatever. Anyway, so we really stocked up. And what we do is we get our um, produce off the street because it is so cheap that way like it is so much cheaper than getting it at the store and it's nine times out of ten fresher so that's what we do we make sure we have cash or we make sure we go to a specific stand that takes venmo and that's what we did and um i try to give cash so that way it's not like that's nice giving cash um anyway so we're getting our produce coming home we like feel successful because we had to carry the grocery cart down and up up and down the subway stairs so it's not easy and it's really heavy like we really we really got a lot of stuff and um probably stuff that I didn't even need but whatever and we're walking back to the apartment after we got our produce and we sat the produce at the top and I'm it doesn't really steer because the wheels are just kind of sedentary they go forward but they don't go left to the right which is fine and uh I guess because it was (laughs) so heavy um the front wheel got stuck on the sidewalk ramp like you know it's supposed to be a ramp but it's supposed to be seamless yeah it wasn't it wasn't seamless there was a tiny bit of a bump it got stuck in the middle of crossing the street and the cart went down and i went down with it completely ate shit on third avenue and there were, this wasn't even, this was not a side street. This was Third Avenue. People everywhere. It's a Monday during the day. I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> the cart goes down. I fall on top of it. I, tomatoes are flying. Things are flying everywhere. My roommate's like, oh, my tomatoes. And I'm on the ground. There are two men ne- like walking by staring at me. It's like in slow motion. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, yep, I'm fine. It takes forever to pull the grocery cart up because it's so freaking heavy. Um. It was a whole big event, and now I have a bruise the size of 
like two hands on my shin and I have been taking pictures of it knowing that I would talk about because this literally happened after I recorded my podcast last week. Like I recorded it and then I went grocery shopping. So this happened before I posted last week. So my bruise right now, I could probably even, if you're going to watch on YouTube, here, here you go. If you want to see my bruise, you have to watch the YouTube video. It is so big. It is ginormous and it hurts so bad. And I like didn't think that I would be that banged up, but I guess when I I fell on top of it. So like it went forward. I was still holding on. I was trying to save it and then my body went forward too because it was so heavy and I guess my thigh slammed into the back of it or some something, I don't know. And so I recently saw saw my family. And they're like, "Oh my god, are you <laughs> Okay, because I also have bruises all over my legs. Like I have so many bruises right now, and I don't know why. Something's got to be wrong. I probably have cancer, to be honest. Um, you know, it's it's been a good run. I probably am sick. <laughs> I'm bruising so much. Um, but yeah, fell on Third Avenue. Um, and then I have another story for you, and this one's more of a revelation than anything. So I've been going out in the city. I've been living here since June 27th. So it's been over a month. I've been here for a month. And I have loved every second of it, except for heat stroke. It was heat stroke, by the way. It wasn't just dehydration. I went to the doctor and I she was like, you know, what's new? Anything happen? And I was like, um, actually, by the way, this one thing did happen. I told her all my symptoms and she legit was like, you had heat stroke. That's not dehydration. That's heat stroke. And I was like, awesome. So, again, drink your water. Um, so now I've just been paranoid that I'm gonna, it's going to happen again. But um, other than that, like, I've been doing so well, and I really love living in the city. Um, and then, like, I don't know what happened, but this happens to me a lot. I get burnout kind of quickly. Like, I, I consider myself, very, myself a very introverted person. So we've been going out every weekend which is great and fun and good for the podcast <laughs> and for me to tell stories because some crazy stuff always happens, but it's not a realistic lifestyle. And I knew that would happen. I knew like I wouldn't be doing this all the time, but I think out of nowhere, I just got really tired and really burnt out of just doing this over and over again. Not to say that I'm unhappy. I love living in the city and I think club life and going out is really fun, but um, it's not for every weekend for me, at least that's not my lifestyle. It's not my thing. And, um, so this week, like, or this past week, I did not want to go out this weekend. I was so tired and I just wanted to do like some wholesome things. So for example, I really, in my calendar, I had planned. Um, so literally in my calendar, I had planned, I'm literally looking at it in front of me. I, I use Google calendar and I had a happy hour with, um, the guy, the guy I met at the bar a few weeks ago that we were supposed to, they followed my podcast, whatever. I was supposed to get drinks with him. I ended up canceling because I was so tired. And then, um, on Saturday, this past Saturday, I worked and then I wanted to go to Coney Island. I just wanted to go to Coney Island. And I, hear me out. If you've been to Coney Island, you're probably like, oh, Kate, why? I just want to go and say that I did it. And I like, I love those type of places that are like kind of crappy, but also have like charm. I've never been, but I loved Rye Playland. So if I loved Rye Playland, wouldn't I also like Coney Island? I don't know. So and if you haven't been to those places, 
if if like crappy amusement parks that are probably really crowded and overpriced aren't your thing, then don't go. But I think it's fun. Like I, I wanted, I had an outfit planned and I was supposed to go with my roommates and I've also been trying to get together with my coworker, but then my roommates were tired and my coworker couldn't. So I was just, I was disappointed. That's, I can, that's the only thing I could say. And I was already kind of in a bad mood because I just, and I, here's what it was. I couldn't figure out why I was in a bad mood. So I called a different one, another one of my friends um, to go with me. And we had a plan and I was like, yay, like I'm excited. We're going to go to Coney Island. So I was supposed to meet her at uh, 14th Street, the Union Square stop, whatever. If you're not from the city, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I was supposed to meet her down, downtown a little bit. And then we were going to take a train from there to Brooklyn to go to Coney Island. So I get on the train and it's the sixth train, which doesn't really matter for this story, but whatever. And I'm not afraid of public transportation at all. Like I, I'm very comfortable taking the subway alone. Um, I got on, it was packed. I haven't seen it this packed yet since being here. And it was a Saturday. So I, I don't know. I thought that would be like a rush hour thing, but it was only, I don't know. It was a Saturday at 4.30. It was last Saturday or this past Saturday. Jeez, I, sorry. I need to take notes next time. So I get on the subway and it is packed like freaking sardines. And um, it's all fine and dandy. I'm listening to my music. I'm trying to get in a better mood because I was just in a bad mood that day. And um, then these two girls get on the train. So it's a girl that's fine and she's carrying, carrying her friend. And her friend is like unconscious. She is knocked out and she reeks of alcohol and she does not look good. And immediately it was a flag and I was like, okay, it's all right. Like whatever. And then we all, the people around us were like, oh, I, we got up. We got out of our seats. We're like, please like sit down. And she was like, no, no, no. The, the sober girl was like, no, no, no. It's okay. I just need to get her back to the apartment. But this girl's like, falling like she is literally holding her up like a puppet and so we're like please sit like please sit for the sake of your safety our safety please sit in the freaking seats and so they sit down and the drunk girl I'm assuming she was drunk she could have also been on drugs I really don't know um slumped forward like like a puppet like in the seat she slumped forward all the way down so her head her head is in between her knees and before I continue I have three fears in this world Three big fears that affect me. I have fear of having a panic attack. That's a long story. Having a panic attack, losing touch with reality. That's like a big one. And vomit. So those are my three things. Those are Kate's fears. And, but I have gotten to the point where I can cope with my, and I have really bad, I have anxiety too. I'm on medication. I'll be the first person to say it. I've been on medication since college and I also hate if you're about judging me for being on medication, don't even bother listening to my podcast because I've had enough people judge for being on medication. So this is the one dad, this is the one F-bomb I'm going to use. Fuck off. So anyway, so with that being said, I have a really big fear of vomit, but I've gotten to the point where I can control it or not even not control it. You mean like I can see someone puke like in a movie or like if my roommates are drunk or like whatever, I can hear them puke and like be fine. Like I won't freak out. Um, like, so like anyone who knows me and has known me for a long time, I have really come a far way, like really come a long way. And it's just to the point now where I will only really freak out if the vomit is super unexpected. Like if it catches me off guard and I don't have time to prepare 
or if I myself think that I'm going to vomit, um, which I have not done since I was 12, knock on wood. Um, got, a, got a big streak going. Um, so, but if it's someone that's, like, if it's someone I know and they're like, I'm going to go throw up, I'm like, oh, yeah, go, good. Like, it's fine. So with that being said, when this girl slumped over, I was already in a bad mood. You know that. And she, I heard the sound. Oh, also trigger. If you don't like vomit, don't listen. Um, she, I heard the sound of the vomit hitting the ground or the subway floor. And immediately my heart rate spiked because I was like, shit, this is literally my worst nightmare because I'm stuck in a crowded subway and she's puking. And I look, I look, which is dumb. Shouldn't have done it. I look down and it's red and it i know what you're thinking you're like it's sangria it was not sangria i swear to you it was not sangria that was blood i shit you not it was blood and i my heart rate spikes i start sweating immediately and i was like oh my god it's happening and oops and the friend pulls her drunk friend's head up like a almost like a skull like a i don't even know how to explain it she pulls her by the hair pulls her up so she's sitting upright and the girl, I, I can't even, I can't ever get this picture out of my head, throws up down, like throws up, but isn't like controlling it, just coming out and it comes all the way down her chest, all the way down. And I'm so close. It could have splashed my shoes. Like that's how close it was. And it's bright. It's red. Like it is really gross and it starts to smell and I am freaking out. And I know like what you're thinking. You're probably like, oh my God, you're such a pussy. Like you're such a bitch. Like it's just a little puke. No, for me. This is a big deal. I can do poop. I can do blood. Not when they throw out blood. I can do blood. I can do poop. I can change a baby's diaper. That's fine. If you poop on me, whatever. If you vomit on me, no. So I'm trying to, like, escape. And I'm starting to freak out. Like, full-on panic attack. Like, And there's a difference between getting anxious and having a panic. I'm saying, like, I could not breathe. I was about to cry. Like, I was not good. And so I was too far from the stop to go straight to my friend's place and I was or I was too far gone to go where I needed to go to meet her at her apartment but I was so far away from where we were going to meet to go to Coney Island and I just needed to get off that train so the next stop was 42nd Street was Grand Central I get my ass right off that train. I start sobbing immediately. It was so embarrassing, but like I started sobbing. I'm having a full blown panic attack in the middle of Grand Central. Like, oh my God. And I'm like, people, I mean, thankfully I have a mask on, so you can't really tell. Thank God for the mask. Jesus. Honestly, at that point, I didn't even give a shit. I just needed to breathe. And I was just so in a place where I was like, I can't be in this city right now. I just need to leave. And so I checked my phone for train times to where my brother lives and his wife. And it was 5.08 and the train was at 5.10. I hopped on a train to motherfucking Mount Kisco and got out of the city within three minutes. (laughs) So, and thankfully I knew that my brother didn't have plans. Like I already knew because if he didn't, if he did have plans, I would have never done that. I would have probably gone to the Bronx to visit my grandma, I would have done something to get out of the city because it was just like a weird, like, I need to leave right now. Like, I just need a break and and not leave with like a big plan. Like the wedding we left, but like that was stressful and obviously a lot of fun. But 
I just needed to leave and just chill. So I got on the train. It started moving two minutes later. And I called my brother and I was like, um, hey, I, I'm on my way to you. And he was like, what? And I, then I explained the story and I sobbed again because I was just so shaken up. <laughs> I was like, I think honestly, if I wasn't so tired and if I wasn't so burnt out from just being tired, I wouldn't have freaked out so much. But I think I had, I use this term boiling over my college roommates uh, assigned to this term to me where like if I get overstimulated or too mad or too upset, I reach a certain point where I just like shut down. And I think that I had boiled over and I was just so over it. And uh, I got out of the city and I met my brother and his wife uh, at their apartment. And then we went to visit her brother and we just hung out. And it was, uh, I call it upstate. It's not really upstate, but it was upstate. And you could like smell fresh air and it was just very nice to get away. And, um, I think that kind of leads me to my next realization is that while I love being in the city and don't get me wrong, I don't, I still love living here. I'm so glad I live here. I feel so happy all the time. With that being said though, the city is a lot. And when you are just doing things all the time, it's, I think that it's very easy to get burnt out. And while I love my roommates and I have a few friends here, I don't have anyone that I call my best friend and that's fine. But I think after like a month of, I think feeling lonely and I didn't really realize that I felt lonely and I'm getting teary even talking about it. Ugh. Anyway, it's fine. Um, after that, I was just like, oh, wow, I'm like actually, I'm fine. I really am. This is not a cry for help. I was like, I just really need to be with people that know me and have history with me more than just like a few times going out, you know? So my best friend from college came and visited me and I completely forgot about our fucking plans. I completely forgot. Sorry about the F-bomb. I completely forgot and at first I was like crap like I have to go back to the city like whatever and I can't even tell you how glad I was that she came to visit me because yes we went out but instead of being a part of the club scene it was a beautiful night we got our drinks and we sat on like one of those couches we went to a club and whatever and our my roommates were having the bot the time of their lives, which is great. But we just wanted to see each other and just chat and just talk, and we did. And it was so refreshing to be with somebody that I have history with, that I have inside jokes with, that I have lived with before. Like it was just a breath of fucking fresh air to hang out with my be- one of my best friends. That I, I honest, she's from Long Island. I haven't seen her in so long, and just like actually spent time with her in so long. And our lives have really been so different the past year and some because the last time we lived together and last time we went out together was when we were seniors in college. And we all know how that ended. So it was just like, oh, my God. Like, And she even said it to me. She has been having, like, anxiety and everything. And she was like, I feel, like, refreshed be- seeing you. And I was like, me too. Like, I, you really reset me a little bit. And she slept over. And then we had, like, a very wholesome day. We went to Central Park and just hung out and it was we got coffee and bangles and it was very much what I needed and then she impromptu stayed over another night and I was really happy she did (laughs) I was gonna suggest it and then but I was like no like she has to go back and then she was like can I stay over again I was like yes please (laughs) so 
Um, I'm really glad that she came. Jess, if you're listening, I love you, and I'm really grateful for you. What's really funny, though, is we um, were out at the club or whatever, and we were just having a good time. It was just the two of us hanging out, and we went to the bathroom, and I don't know. We must have gotten really drunk out of nowhere. Like, really, like, we were obviously fine, but, like, like, sad. Like, so (laughs) we've had conversations in the past about, like, trying to communicate and stay a part of each other's lives. And it's been hard. Oops. It's been hard. And I've dropped the ball. She's dropped the ball. It's really hard to like stay in touch with somebody when you live far away. When I was in Connecticut, we were over three hours away. It's hard to visit. She has life. She got a boyfriend and you know, I got a job. So it's been really hard. And we've had a lot of conversations and not fights, but just conversations about like, Hey, I really felt upset when you didn't blah, whatever. And obviously it's fine. Like but I think seeing each other and finally having fun was like, oh, like I feel like we've had trouble communicating for a while and haven't seen each other more frequently than every six months. So seeing her in the, and then we were in the bathroom just like being stupid, just like college, just like being annoying and like just laughing about the dumbest shit. And I started sobbing. <laughs> I started sobbing and I was just like, I'm sorry if you think that I don't care about your life and blah, blah, blah. And I just went on. I was drunk, but like I meant it. Like I felt like I was like, oh, my God, like you have a life and I have this life. And I feel like we haven't kept in touch and it's hard. It's really hard. And so we both are sobbing in this one bathroom stall together about how we love each other and how we're sorry that like things have been hard lately. And now that I'm not far it's literally like a 45 minute train ride to her. So I have plans to go to Long Island for a weekend. Um, and she has plans to come back in another week. And I'm really excited because like, I love what I have here in my life here, but I like want to integrate it with other parts of my life. Like I can't wait for my friends from home to visit. Like I didn't realize that I was kind of lonely. Um, and I'm okay with being alone and okay with being lonely, but every once in a while you just really need to, cry in the bathroom drunk with your best friend so Jess if you're listening I love you a lot and I can't wait for you to come back Um, so I apologize for not having more stories about like yeah my life in the city but this is my life in the city and this is what happened to me this week and I kind of had a a weepy week I even feel like teary now like so maybe I'm getting my period or something I don't know (laughs) I don't know, but this is life, and um, thanks for being along the ride with me. You know, it's not always going to be like, wow, like we did this crazy stuff this week because I can't keep up with that shit. So, um, but yeah, I have plenty of more city stories and funny things that have happened because every week is different, and I always go into it thinking I'm going to talk about one thing, and then it shit changes, and someone pukes in front of you and on the train, and you have a fucking freak out. So... <laughs> So to sum up, I'm going to try to swear less. I'm covered in bruises. And I'm happy Jess visited because I needed that. I needed that. Um, So that was my week. And, you know, shit's going to happen next week too. So I'm glad. Like, this was episode four. And I'm so sorry again that it's late. But for, for the sake of my mental health, I just wanted to watch our college performance of Mamma Mia together last night. That's what I was doing instead of recording. I'm sorry, but I don't regret it because my mental health needed a visit from my bestie from college. Um, 
So I think that the city gets some points for this week. The city kind of kicked my ass this week. Um, the score, uh, what was the score? It was 5-5. We were tied. Um, I think the city, the puking and the freak out, the city gets two points for that. Kid, city kicked my ass this week. So seven, and I don't know if I get any points, to be honest. Um, oh, the city gets points for the freak out and for the me falling. That was, it was hilarious. I'm not going to lie. I was laughing so hard. It was hilarious. And I don't get embarrassed by that kind of stuff because I fall all the time. But um, City gets two points for that. And maybe I get one for realizing that I need to slow down. I really, I need to slow down and I need to relax. Like, I don't need to fit a million things into every freaking weekend. I need to just chill. So I think the score, final score for today's podcast is going to be 7-6 City in the lead. And that's okay. There are gonna be there are gonna be weeks where the city kicks my ass, and uh, it did last week. Um, so, yeah, thank you as always for coming along on this journey with me. Please rate, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can also check out other cool stuff on BackseatCoach.com. Please follow at BackseatCoach on Instagram, on Twitter, like and and interact with the posts. Um, and please stay tuned for my possible freakouts next week. 